Hello and welcome to the Becoming an Anomaly podcast. I am your host, Caitlin. I'm a mindset and business coach helping you reprogram your mind to get out of your own way and create the life you want. Here we talk about all things mindset, manifestation, and business. Tune in weekly for genuine conversations on moving past what's keeping you small, going against the norm, and actualizing what you truly desire. And of course, all of the baggage that comes along with that. Buckle up and get ready to release the conditioning that so many never do. Here's to becoming an anomaly. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to the Becoming an Anomaly podcast. I am so excited to be here today. I've decided to try out something a little different. <laughs> um, so usually I write out notes on what I want to talk about and it helps me stay on one train of thought, make sure I'm making the points I want to make. It's concise, there's less rambling and you know, when I say it out loud, all of those things do sound helpful, but I've decided they're stifling my creativity. <laughs> I think you need to find the most advantageous balance of structure and flow for you, and it's going to be different person to person. And for me, we're going to figure it out together. <laughs> Apparently, I feel like this is a good idea and that I'm going to have some really great points, but there's also the really high chance that this is just going to be absolutely all over the place with very little meaning throughout. <laughs> we'll see. So basically, I've decided to write out questions for myself that I am going to respond to throughout the episode <laughs> because whenever I do like podcast interviews or speaking events and were asked questions I have so much fun like just talking about different things like that and inspiration just hits me in a different type of way and I want to integrate that into my podcast and business in different ways and get that just like channeled flow going. So that is the plan for today's episode. Buckle up, baby, as always. But today specifically, who knows what we're going to get? I just know this is going to be a bitch to edit, but like it is. <laughs> Maybe I'll uh, take a step back with the edits. There's just so many things that I typically cut out. I have a way of speaking really slowly, specifically when I'm talking about like very big ideas or complex topics because in each pause that you hear or in each pause that I edit out I am having approximately 80 other trains of thought in that moment between my next words <laughs> but listening to that on a podcast or probably when you're talking with me in any capacity that isn't in my head <laughs> um that may seem I don't know. It must be an interesting experience. I can't relate because, of course, I'm the one having those millions of thoughts in between every word that I'm saying and all of the different trains of thought. And that's when I start rambling, like right now. So we're going to see maybe my editing will take a step back and you'll just, I don't know, maybe increase the speed you're listening to this. That's what I normally do with other people's podcasts because my brain works really fast. But when I'm speaking, 
the speaking part isn't as fast because the thoughts are happening behind the scenes. So maybe increase the speed and um, buckle up and enjoy. So before we dive into things, I currently have spots open for private one-on-one coaching. If you are wanting to move past your fears and limiting beliefs, finally get out of your own way and begin making moves, taking action to build that life and business that you've always wanted. My one-on-one coaching was made for you. Book a sales call at the link in the show notes. We can get on that call, make sure we're a good fit. And let's do it. Three months, me and you, complete inner transformation. It's going to be incredible. Let me know if you have any questions at all on Instagram. And today, see, usually I also come up with the podcast title before I start recording. So that can kind of be the basis of the episode. But for some reason, I didn't even think that was a good idea. So (laughs) we have no title. You will when you're listening to this. Basically, I want to talk about confidence. Because my perspective and definition of confidence has evolved so much throughout my life, specifically in the last like five years with my personal development journey, even within like the last two years, it keeps up leveling all the time. And I think it's very helpful to talk about, to almost use this conversation as a way to see yourself and all of your paradigms and beliefs and identity and see all of that from a different perspective so you can potentially unlearn things that you no longer want to believe and learn things that serve you in a deeper way and moving you toward what you really want. (laughs) See, I'm just laughing at like, sometimes you just string words together that I knew I wouldn't have written it like that if I was like writing notes to read. Um, anyway, moving on. So I've written out questions for me to kind of lightly structure today's episode. <laughs> so number one, growing up, what did you believe confidence really was? For me, growing up, confidence was basically an extrovert. That's what I believed confidence was in order to be confident. When I thought of somebody who was confident, I thought of the loudest person in the room, the person who shared every thought and opinion that entered their heads, always the center of attention, always bubbly and popular. That's what I thought confidence was. It was like this popular extroverted person who was like funny and charismatic and everybody liked them and like I don't know it was an identity I guess of being confident that was wrapped up in so many other things all of which felt like the opposite of who I was I grew up shy quiet introverted borderline silent I never shared my opinions I never shared my thoughts my feelings I had all of that on the inside. I just thought it would be better not to share them, (laughs) which we could really unpack, but save it for another time. But because that was how I always behaved, I believed I couldn't be confident. I was shy. I couldn't be confident. I was introverted. I couldn't be confident. And by defining my identity in this way and creating this rule of what I was and was not capable of, it also had a way of perpetuating it and reinforcing it even deeper. It's like that quote that's, whether you believe you can or believe you can't, you're right. And I believed I couldn't do a lot of things. So I never tried and then I never achieved it, right? So that became my reality and it just continually reinforced itself over and over again. And I think something that's can be very helpful to play with 
is the idea that we are not our behaviors. It's not that you are shy, you are behaving shy. That is a behavior. And I think that's very helpful to point out and also very liberating to embrace. And how has my definition of confidence shifted throughout my personal development journey? It really began with playing with that idea of maybe it's not who I am. That's it. End of story. Maybe these are learned behaviors that at some point served me in some way. Maybe these are actually coping mechanisms that kept me safe and that my body, my brain is holding on to because it believes I still need to act in that way to be safe. Maybe these are all learned behaviors that I can also unlearn heal and grow through and just beginning to play with that idea and opening up my mindset of what I believed was possible for myself began to change everything then when I'm reading or listening to podcasts and you know when they're talking about like oh how to be more confident or like I don't know all of these different personal development things in the past I would be so quick to be like oh that's not for me like I wouldn't even self-identify of that being something I wanted because I believed it wasn't possible for me I stopped that in its tracks before it even had the possibility of like making a difference in my life. I didn't even register that I should be listening or applying this to myself. And when I began playing with that idea that maybe I was capable of change, maybe I was capable of growth, maybe I was capable of showing up in a new way of being and embodying different feelings that I had. That was when everything started shifting. Even when I was reading personal development books in the past, I was so quick to always project onto other people in my life like, oh, this would be so helpful for them or this explains so much about so-and-so. When I actually took a step back, slowed down and turned off autopilot and actually applying those things to myself, wondering how they could actually help me and showing up in the ways I always wanted to but didn't believe I could. Just with that tiny switch in mindset, everything I started learning, everything I had learned in my psych degree or in the countless personal development books I've read or in the workshops and seminars and certifications, Everything started like I was like, holy shit, like what have I been doing? All of this can make my life so much better, so much easier. I can release so much of the struggle I've been having. Also, with the shift in self-awareness of my behaviors, that self-awareness also allowed me to get to know myself for the first time in my life. Get to know me under surface level, me underneath all of the people-pleasing shoulds and expectations. In the past, I was so quick to never speak up, never share my opinion, never talk in a conversation because I didn't think people wanted to hear what I had to say, or I just said what I thought they wanted to hear those patterns were so automatic but when I gained that deeper level of self-awareness when I slowed down and turned off autopilot and got to know myself I began starting to prioritize myself I began getting to know that I was like the girl with a million thoughts and like a lot of really cool opinions and things to say or was super creative and loved like drawing and painting and being outside and like hates bugs but wants to sit on the ground anyway. Like when I think about that girl who would like, I don't know, sages her room and plays with like singing bowls and has all these crystals even though she has no idea what the fuck they do or if they even work. Like I like her. 
Do you know what I mean? And I think getting to know yourself in that way and beginning to think of yourself and treat yourself as someone you love, so much begins to shift. And even if there isn't somebody in your life that you treat in that way or like regard in that way, thinking about like if you were to have a kid or if you were to have a fucking dog, okay? Like, how would you treat that person or that animal or that person, that something you love and beginning to make the intention, have the self-awareness to be able to do that for yourself makes such a huge difference. And once you begin building that relationship with yourself, you really begin getting on your own team. You also cultivate so much self-acceptance. And I think that's what shifted most with my definition of confidence. It's not about being the most loud, extroverted person in the room. It's about showing up unapologetically as yourself. That's confidence. And it looks completely different person to person. We need to fucking start teaching this to kids in high school because like, I don't even, I can't even imagine what would be different if I would have like actually fully embraced this early on, if we would have been taught to not strive to be normal, not strive to be like everybody else and instead strive to be the, the most vibrant, authentic versions of ourselves. And imagine how much more how many more cool things kids would create, like the clubs, the connections they would build. And like thinking about how much deeper connections, relationships and conversations people have when they're being authentic, when they feel safe enough to show up authentically, like the world would be a completely different place. And you can only understand and know others as deeply as you understand and know yourself. But when you're taught to wanna be anything but yourself, that's where so much hate comes from. Like when people have so much hate toward themselves and their automatic behaviors and patterns and the things that they love and they're ashamed of, they project that onto the world around them. They're triggered by that in those around them and act in hateful ways. Like if we were taught this early on, so many things would shift. My podcast episodes are going to get a hell of a lot longer if I keep like not writing notes for them. It is what it is. It is what it is. (laughs) But really, my perspective of confidence now is that energy of showing up unapologetically as yourself. The quirks, flaws, all of the beautiful, messy, imperfect things that make you you. That is confidence to me. And it's not confidence that like you're always going to be right. You're always going to make the right moves or whatever. It's just knowing and accepting yourself, having faith in yourself, trust in yourself that you're going to show up and do the best you can. And you're going to do that in your own way and everybody else's too. And that's perfectly enough. And that's all you can ask of yourself. Do you know what I mean? Like I think having that level of being on your own team, that self-awareness, self-love, whatever you want to call it. When you have that level of acceptance and respect and compassion for yourself, it changes how you interact with the world around you and it changes how you interact with every single person you come in contact with as well. And really, this conversation is just one of the many things that goes to show that you moving toward your highest good is for the highest good of everyone else, everyone around you. 
And we are so conditioned to believe that making you a priority, what you want, need, desire, are excited about, are passionate about, that it's selfish to prioritize those things, that it makes you a bad person, a bad person to prioritize yourself and be selfish. That has conditioned us to give part of what makes us so powerful away. That has conditioned us to dim our light, dim our power, and it's it's messed up. And we could really dive into the controversy of that as well. But again, saving that for another story, we're staying on track. <laughs> so where can you start with becoming more confident? A, begin challenging all of the narratives, rules, and expectations that you have been taught your entire life of how you should show up, of what you should do, want, or achieve. Begin challenging and questioning all of it. And with that as well, I challenge you to turn off autopilot. Stop just doing the same fucking thing every day. (laughs) Like switch up your routine. You know how you can just get out of bed. You get up on the same side. You take the same amount of steps to your bathroom. You brush your teeth and wash your face and have your first coffee in the same order. Like switch shit up. Stop being a zombie in your life. Do you know what I mean? Like turn off autopilot. And with that newfound self-awareness, like look around. Look at your life. Look at yourself in the mirror. Get to know yourself. What do you want? What do you want to experience more of? How do you want to feel on an everyday basis? And are the steps you're taking in your life moving you toward that vision or away from it? Really get curious about these things. And I say curious very intentionally. It's not about judging yourself. This is no longer about right or wrong. At one point in your life, I'm sure, especially if you're here, I'm sure you are a recovering people pleaser like me. We were heavily conditioned to believe in this idea of right or wrong. And yes, in some ways, it can be helpful. (laughs) But we are talking about things you love, things you enjoy, and like you don't need to go down this road of like meeting all of these societal expectations and norms and what is good and what is bad and what should you do and shouldn't you do when you start going to that spiral of needing to perform to be good enough that's what I'm talking about (laughs) that's where I want you to direct this self-awareness to because that isn't serving you in the way it once did now as an adult as someone who can advocate and stand up for and show up for and take care of your fucking self that is no longer protecting or serving you in the way it once did begin to question everything get on your own team get to know yourself and begin treating yourself like someone you love prioritize what you want prioritize yourself your well-being your health and honestly fuck the rest And that can sound so wild and extreme. Trust me, I know, growing up the world's biggest people pleaser. But it is wild how much shifts immediately when you begin to make these small shifts in your mindset, these small shifts in your life. And I'm talking small, like listening to your favorite music while getting ready, whereas in the past you just wake up five minutes before you have to go, like put on a hat and you're out the door type of shit. These small shifts that boost your frequency, your energy, make you feel more authentically yourself, more radiantly yourself. They make such an impact in every single facet of your life. And I know you can listen to a podcast like this and be like, 
inspired and like, fuck, yeah, I'm going to do that. Like, (laughs) fuck conditioning. I'm just going to be the most vibrant version of me. Like, that's great. I know you can feel like that. And then the next day, something bad happens at work or something annoying or triggering or whatever happens and you revert back into those automatic patterns and behaviors and you're back on autopilot like write it down somewhere if you're feeling inspired right now take out that pen and paper while you're still amped on this energy and write it down write down turn off autopilot just write it down so you can ground back in the present moment, ground back in your priorities and your values and that vision of the future that you want to create for yourself. And those subtle shifts will begin pruning out those old automatic patterns and behaviors that you've been automatically doing your entire life so you can begin reinforcing a new way of being, a desired way of being, a way of being that prioritizes what you want because like let's just like let's call it how it is this is your life yours no one else's don't let yourself wake up in 40 years only to realize that you built your life around the expectations of someone who isn't even living it do you know what I mean (laughs) with that that is the end of today's episode of the becoming an anomaly podcast let me know how you like this new formatting for the podcast (laughs) it feels different filming it or like recording it so I feel like I should just do it I'm not sure if it feels that different listening to it let me know I would love to know and again if you are wanting to finally get out of your own way start making moves move past your fears and limiting beliefs and begin creating that life and business that you truly want book a sales call at the link in the show notes for one-on-one coaching dm me on instagram if you have any questions at all and with that i will see you here back again next week for next week's episode Thank you so much for listening to the Becoming an Anomaly podcast. Check out the show notes to find out how you can dive into this work with me one-on-one. And if you've loved today's conversation, screenshot this episode and share it to your Instagram stories, tagging me at the Anomaly Coaching Co. so that we can connect. And with that, I'll see you next week for another episode of the Becoming an Anomaly podcast. Mm-hmm.